Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Michael. Welcome back, heretics. Hope you've had a nice heretical January. Hope you've had great holidays um, since we've since you've listened to us. Since we've seen you. Yes, we always watch. We see you. We're like Santa Claus. But not as jolly. But on four legs. <laughs> Couple stomachs. And a lot of heresy to go along with. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. All right. I can open us up in prayer. Sounds good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this beautiful winter day. We ask that you keep all all homeless people warm and strong through these times of need for shelter. We pray that you provide them with your love and your peace and your goodness, especially through the generosity of people that are more fortunate. We ask that you bless this podcast and we ask that you bless our listeners and Michael and myself pray that we do your will each and every day in and through this podcast and YouTube channel and may we give you all glory and honor forever and ever amen Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, uh, Silence! Some of you, uh, <laughs> 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 some of you may have noticed that Spencer and me have been gone for a while. We've been on a silent retreat. Not the whole time we've been gone, obviously. That would be quite the silent retreat yeah i mean those are those exist but mm-hmm. cost more than my last car did so you know there's a reason i don't go on those um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah how was how was our retreat uh, i'm gonna say that again how was our retreat for you, for you spencer <laughs> no need to no need to cuss like that Screech, beep, beep. Oh, okay. Um, the retreat it was it was much needed. I think for both of us, um, the silence. I mean, the Lord even says that, right? That I like I don't we know. need it, or it's it's either the Lord or saints. Um, that say like the best way to hear the lord is through silence oh yeah i think mm. i'm pretty sure the lord has referred to that at some point maybe i think that's there's a thing in the old testament yeah isn't there about oh excuse me i think there's a thing in the old testament about um like a prophet who lives in a cave and Like there's a loud wind, but he knew that wasn't God. And there's like an earthquake, and he knew that wasn't God. And there's fire and 
wild animals and he knows that neither of those are God. But in the silence he heard like a quiet whisper and he knew that was God. Hmm. I know I've heard that before. That might be one of the Old Testament prophets. That might be St. Jerome. I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My brain is too tired to remember that one right. But Well, thank you for your TED Talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, the silence was good. Just a soothing feeling of just opening up to the Lord throughout our whole day of silence because it's so different than like a weekend of silence is so different than any other day because our world is so loud not only traffic and the internet but in general we live we live in a world where well, everybody is yelling their opinions. And even if they say factual information, it's all being yelled from mm-hmm. a computer, from text. So getting away from all of that was my lips hit my mic. <laughs> I kissed it. <laughs> okay. um, getting away from all of the the chaos and just opening to the Lord was... Or it is a gift. And I, I cherished the weekend with with you, Michael, and it was a good weekend. Yeah, I would agree. Even in silence, it, it can be distracting sometimes. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I think this, the world around us, especially leading into last weekend, it was getting to a point where even when I'd hear people that I agree with like on the internet or something. I just, I was tired of the noise. I remember thinking, I came home one day and I had heard something on somewhere and I was just like, you know, I don't, I'm tired of just hearing other people's random opinions about things. And I think we all need to every now and then take some time in silence to be with God because it's like a profound experience of, being seen by him you know when you're Mm -hmm. that still it's like you're exposed it's really easy to hide in the noise you know put on music that you like and podcasts that you like and and movies that you like but Mm -hmm. being in silence forces you to acknowledge things in yourself both good and bad and forces you to acknowledge that God is always present. You know, I mean, yeah, he's always present, but it's, that's something that's incredibly easy to forget in such a busy world. But Mm -hmm. when you have nothing to do other than watch Spencer drink iced tea, like a fish, um, then, (laughs) then, (laughs) you you kind of connect with connect with that reality more you do connect with spencer drinking iced tea more too but it's in a different kind of way <laughs> <laughs> an unspoken way right i will say it can be challenging to go on a silent retreat 
with someone you know, especially as well as you and me know each other. Yeah. Because we were almost, yeah, and we were almost able to, you know, talk without talking. Like, we Mm -hmm. could communicate pretty efficiently just with hand gestures and pointing and... Facial expressions. Right? So if you're if it's your first silent retreat, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of would both, depending on your temperament, I'd recommend going with someone you know just so you're not, like, alone. But then also kind of not because it makes it harder to, to like, Dive let deeper. go of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, it's like adoration, but Jesus is not exposed in, like, a physical way <laughs> in front right. of you the whole time. Maybe he is, but in our case, it, he wasn't. No. Um, oftentimes, when I when I get a gr- in a groove of praying in silence, when I go home, and my family has the TV on like seventeen hours a day, it just eats me up, and I just when it gets to that evening, I'm like, why do we have the TV on? Cause I just want some quiet. Like you can, ch- you can chatter and talk among yourselves, but why do we need the TV constantly on? I just want to be still and be with my family and not have that. Like, I would be happier for you to just scroll on your phone mm-hmm. than just the the TV is constantly on. What? Why do we have to constantly listen to? that it kind of goes into um what we were talking about last night that this the some of the young people now don't even know what peace means i mean there's people our age i guarantee you don't know what peace is yeah yeah and it's just because of the world around us that there's never silence there's never there's never solitude either. I mean, think about it. Everyone always has their phone on them. You go to bed and most people leave their phone like next to their bed. Mm-hmm. The first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is you check your phone. It's like you're never alone with God. You're never silent with God. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like we were saying, like anxiety is so prevalent that people are starting to not remember there is such a thing as the absence of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody's trying to fill their... They're trying to just stay comfortable and fill their discomfort. They're trying to fill peace with television, like TV shows, binging. Social media. Social media, drinking, drugs, whatever it is. It's not the Lord who fulfills us beyond what we could ever imagine mm-hmm. so they're filling themselves with not hate but filling themselves with something that isn't love something that is dissatisfying even if it temporarily may seem satisfying and th- this is our culture mm-hmm. this is the world's culture <laughs> especially america <laughs> Yeah. And you can be you can be caught up I get caught up in it myself sometimes, you know. I've mm-hmm. been on my phone for way longer than I should have been. I'll be on social media somewhere. 
and it's like I'll look up and I'll think, what what is the goal here? What am I doing? What is the what is the point of this? I just spent an hour of my life that I will never get back doing literally nothing. Mm-hmm. And I've never been anti-technology, not really. I've been at various points anti-social media. Currently, I'm not, but you know that might change depending on. But it's like a personal preference thing. It's not like yeah, it's bad for everybody. It's like right, it's exactly. bad for me in this moment, so I need to step away from it. Yeah, exactly. I think they're they can be incredibly useful tools, just like television and all of the rest of the stuff. But it's I am getting to a point where I think we need to start having more serious conversations about moderation with technology just like as a church you know because like it's something we talk about it's not like Mm -hmm. we don't talk about it but it's like we imply a difference like obviously you and me are on a podcast talking about this so Mm -hmm. there's a we're not advocating for a wholesale abandonment of technology because that's hypocrisy (laughs) that's hypocrisy exactly but it's like for me it's more like an acknowledgement of like i I know I need to work on this. I know other people need to work on this. Mm-hmm. But there's not very many tools short of setting an app timer on your phone. Let me rephrase that. There aren't many that I have come across at least spiritual tools to help overcome what is effectively an addiction to technology for some people. Hmm. And I think a tough part about that is say you get the Catholic community to do that. You like, especially for students, it's just going to put almost, or my prediction would be it would put more anxiety and more discomfort upon those students because while they're trying to fix this void and fill it with the Lord and fill it with goodness, all of their peers are just staring down at their phone and their your natural tendency is just going to go to your own, mm-hmm. follow the crowd. Because you don't have anybody to talk to. So what are you going to (laughs) do? It's amazing how many times there are during the day that we do that. There have been a couple times last year I just left my phone at home on purpose. Just because I wanted to go a day without it. How many times, I don't know, it's like you're waiting in line at a gas station to buy a bag of chips. And everyone in line around you is on their phone. and And I would just, I'd reach for my pocket and I'd be like, shoot. I have no reason to be on my phone. I didn't get any notifications. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to this one thing. Um, I saw this yesterday, I think. Or maybe it was today. California has banned pagan rituals in their public schools. Uh, I think I saw this. Did I send it to you? No, I think I saw it on... Um, I don't know where I saw it. Some news platform thing. Yeah, because they literally... Because there was a lawsuit um, on behalf of the parents against the state of California. Because it was part of the curriculum. Like, how sick and disgusting is that? (laughs) We reached a settlement with the state of California, and they will be permanently removing Aztec chants from the ethnic studies model curriculum and paying $100,000 towards our attorney fees. 
um, wrote an attorney. We filed this lawsuit after we discovered that California's ethnic studies model curriculum, a resource guide for local school districts, included prayers to Aztec gods, the same deities that were invoked when the Aztecs worshipped with human sacrifices. My gosh. How sick is that? That's wild. Like, how did it? How did that get in the curriculum? That is messed up. Well, that's like there's a there's a um, I think it's a middle school in Illinois, close to where I'm from in Iowa, that has started a um, after school club that's Satan Club. Their local satanic temp- temple comes and like leads craft events, and yeah, the like. This is a public what the heck school? is that? Yeah, it's a public middle school. And I'm like, okay, this place is in rural Illinois, just outside of the Quad Cities. It's not in an urban area. I don't know why they think the parents are going to be okay with that. Like, even if you're not Christian, people who aren't Christian tend to be like, I don't want anybody forcing religion on my kids, right? Yeah. I mean, there there were. I guarantee there wouldn't be if there was an after-school Catholic club. It would get. That would not get through. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't make it. If it ever got started in the first place, it would get. From the very second, it would get targeted. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Scary stuff, you know. Oh yeah. I think about like a lot of things that I thought would never actually happen. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's not only coming out that they're happening, but it's like like the case with California. They've been happening long enough that they had to be banned now. Like, right. How long was that going on? <laughs> yeah, who knows? That's, it's so sick. And part of that makes me mad because what does that actually teach you about the Aztecs? That doesn't even teach you anything about their religion. Nope. You know? Mm-hmm. It's good to learn about other cultures. That's not that's not the problem. It's even it would even be good in a sense you could make the case it'd be good to learn about Aztec religion. But to learn about it is not the same thing as practice it in schools with children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course while while they were doing all the pagan stuff, they were denouncing Christianity as evil. Yep. Because it's California. Mm-hmm. Like, they've decided, is it blessed or Saint Unipero Sarah? I can never remember. I think it's Saint Unipero Sarah. I don't... They've, they've decided he's he's evil. Was his statue there or something, too? Yeah, yeah. They took that down? I don't think they did, because I think it was... I think people protected it. People went and prayed around it. Oh, okay. Because the thing that makes him culturally evil now is he brought Christianity to the Native Americans. So... Yeah. And, you know, maybe there were bad monks and friars in the area at the time. I don't know. I'm not up enough on my history. But mm-hmm. I know that he was not one of them. Because he wouldn't be a saint then. He like, wouldn't be... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. So then this brings us back to silence. Like... What do you do when all of this is going on around you? Because mm-hmm. you're going to hear about all of this. 
if you're on the internet or on television, you're going to hear about all the crap, all the doo-doo. And I think it's going to get bad to a point where, like, you can't not hear about it, you know? It's basically at that point, too. Yeah, like, even if you're not on social media, some of this stuff is starting to be on, like, um, nightly news. And it's just... It's the front pages of any tab that you go on. Yep. It spreads like wildfire mouth to mouth, which creates even more little lies. Mm-hmm. But. So, yeah, that just makes it even more important to be able to retreat into silence. And feel, s- like, sanity through silence. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, if we if the whole world went through a silent retreat right now, or just our city... Mm-hmm. The majority of people would go crazy. Yep. Because they're not used to silence and they're not at peace with silence. Because they probably haven't had any silence right. in a really long time. And if you you go on a silent retreat and that starts to get to you, there's, I mean, you're there to, to, to encounter God, right? Mm-hmm who is the most sane being that has ever existed by definition. So you're right. Like most people would go crazy in silence, but I think most Christians who are truly converted in their heart, you know, Mm -hmm. would not. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, like, you're going to go through adversity through a silent retreat no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk. I mean, I'm a social bug <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but then there's times where I need to recharge. But, yeah, I wanted to talk. <laughs> but I knew that, that we weren't supposed to do that when we weren't supposed to do that. So just willingly accepting that and living it out for the the time that we lived it out. It creates more of a mental capacity to and spiritual capacity to be open to the Lord and be able to move forward and maybe joyfully taking up silence i think for me it's um what always gets to me by the end of a silent retreat it's just it's not the it's it's like the 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 physical urge to make noises you know after i've been sitting there with like my mouth closed that long i even start like breathing loudly just because it's like you know yeah. I I don't know. Like my mouth starts to feel weird like I was like I just need to blah, 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 blah. Why am I Why why is my jaw and my lips and my mouth moving like this? What? Right. <laughs> like wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like if you are on one for long enough, then when you get out and you start talking, it feels weird. Like mm-hmm. So if any of you ever have the opportunity to go on a silent retreat, and I guarantee they're around. Like you 
you have to know where it. to look, but like, yeah. Well, you don't have to go to an official one either. I mean, we didn't this past weekend. We got a condo and just were there mm-hmm. silent most of the time. Airbnb and just, yep. So, yeah. If you're looking for peace, I would recommend it. It can be kind of abrasive at first because the world doesn't want to let go of you. So mm-hmm. it takes a while to let it to let yourself have peace, but And if you would be willing, you could support us on Patreon and if we got enough patrons, we could go around the world doing silent retreats with you guys. That's possible. It's a possibility. But we need patrons for that. We need a whole army of patrons. A whole army of heretics. Or better yet, a whole army of saints. Yes. That are willing to casually talk heretically with us in this journey. (laughs) And we do love to hear from you on any way you wish to contact us except you know maybe not like um a mean tiktok comment yeah there are a couple ways we'd prefer to not be contacted just just be normal <laughs> normally yourself right you know you not normal way. not normal by the world standard because there's no such thing Exactly. That is fascism, and that's for another time. <laughs> or communism. Uh, I was gonna say, I think that's communism. Yeah, it's eh, communism. it might be fascism, depending on. Depends on what aspect you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want me to lead us in a closing prayer? Yes, please. All right. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for. Um, this gift of time together. Um, We thank you for community. Thank you for good conversations. I ask you to stay with all of our listeners and be with them this week and ask you to help them to trust in you for all of their needs and wants in this life. Um, We ask all these things as we pray glory be to the father Father, and to the son Son, and to the holy Holy spirit Spirit. as it was in the beginning beginning, is now now and ever shall be world without end amen in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen Amen. from life cheers to you god bless peace and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend and You know, just try to live a holy life. Strive for sainthood through silence. To some extent. To some extent. All right. God bless you guys.